0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is born. Christos Yenatē, Oxasate. We make this and offer this, this beautiful expression as we celebrate, beginning today, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And in doing so, as I mentioned last night at Vespers, As we enter into the period of celebration with expectation of His birth, of the celebration of His birth, we do do so by looking back. Last week, we heard from the Gospel about the holy forefathers and mothers of our Lord and we heard many of their names in the Cinexario, in the reading of their names last week. And today, as we just heard from this beautiful but long gospel reading about the ancestors of Jesus, there's another version in Luke, which is slightly different. But the point and the purpose of presenting these two gospel passages during these two weeks before the celebration of the nativity is to remind us, to remind us the church, the body of Christ, the followers of Christ about the promises of God from the beginning of time, the promises of God and the covenant that He made with Abraham that carried down generation after generation that the prophets And the righteous reminded the people as they struggled with maintaining a faithful and consistent and honest and sincere worship of the one true God, generation after generation. And yet, those who, like Abraham, maintained their faith, unwavering faith in the promises of God to the point that that which was prophesied to them, that the prophets and in the Scriptures, the Old Testament Scriptures pointed out to them came true in the birth of Jesus Christ. Now let us look at these promises for just a moment and what they mean to us today. We know from Genesis that Abraham was given a promise by God, the promise of land the promise that his descendants would be a nation, the promise that through his descendants, this nation, all the families of the earth would be blessed. Now, hopefully we were paying attention when we were in Sunday school and know the story of Abraham, or if reading the Scriptures ourselves, we read about Abraham and all that he faced all that he lived, all that he endured. And it may seem as we read these Scriptures and hear about the story that the promises that were made to Abraham and to his family and to his descendants were not realistic, were not achievable, were not possible. Too much that God could accomplish these promises. At least it may be in our limited minds and our limited understanding. But Abraham knew, Abraham knew in his soul that it was God who established this covenant with him, that God's Word was true always. He had this unwavering faith in these promises of God. And now as we look back, we know that these promises came true, and they were fulfilled ultimately in the birth of Jesus Christ. And yet, we know this now, and we oftentimes still struggle with this very same understanding, the very same promises that God made to Abraham and to His people that last down to us today. The very same promises and the expectation and the preparation for the birth of Jesus Christ, we too have because we too still live in a period of expectation. Remember when our Lord said Himself when He ascended into heaven, lo, I will be with you always until the end of the age. And He will come again as we say in the Creed to judge the living and the dead. That is our promise. But before we get there, let's speak more about this promise. For us to have an unwavering faith like Abraham, we must also understand the biblical principles that we are taught, that God will fulfill the purpose that He has for our life just as He did for Abraham and all those who followed Him. That everything that happens in our life, and this is the difficult one and the challenging one for us that everything that happens in our life is for our benefit. And as Christians, as Orthodox Christians, we have, we have the great hope of salvation, of eternal salvation with the Lord. The purpose that God has in our life can't be fulfilled unless we allow Him to, unless we participate. This is the free will that we speak of. We are offered, and in Jesus Christ, His birth, the fact of His birth and His life on this earth that He promised us is before us to accept, to live, to bring into our own hearts. The fathers of the church would say that as our Lord was born in a manger, may He be born in the manger of our hearts. This is what this means. It has to be real for each and every one of us. Not just some theoretical or intellectual understanding or words on a paper. This is to be real, made real, to fulfill, to to respond rather, to that promise that He made to each and every one of us. It's not that we have to be perfect because we certainly are not. And if we know the stories of all these individuals that we heard about today, we know. We know that there were imperfect men and women in the genealogy and the ancestry of Jesus Christ. But that's not the point. The point is, is we have to respond to him just as they respond with the faith time and time again. Responding to and living out in their life with faith, looking with hope for the promises of God to be fulfilled. So we must have a relationship with Him, just as Abraham did. And all those, the righteous men and women who followed Him, had with God. If we can stay honest and humble, God will fulfill in our life His plan. The next thing for our benefit, this is difficult because we all at a time, one time or the other, or we likely will face some challenge, some difficulty, some struggle, some suffering, sorrow in our life. It's full of challenges, we know that, our life. It's full of struggle and suffering, but it is to our benefit. How is it to our benefit? How do we see this? How do we understand this? It's a means of growth for a more fulfilled life. When we make mistakes in our life, and we all do, when we put ourselves down when we become critical of ourselves or others. But if we thought this mistake in my life or this situation that happened, can I learn from it? Can I grow in it? Maybe maybe this happened in my life rather than to focus on myself and my pain and my suffering and what happened to me. Maybe this is an opportunity to turn to God just as Abraham did with faith when he was, as we see in this icon at the back of our nave, was to sacrifice his son, and yet he proceeded waiting, trusting in God, and he grew even stronger in his faith. This is what it means essentially to have faith. Abraham went through these challenges, but he held on to the promises of God because he knew that in the end everything that took place in his life was for his benefit. And then the greatest promise that God gave us, the church, that gave us as orthodox Christians is salvation in Christ. We hear this in John 3.16 so many times. Our salvation is a promise that will come true for us even when we depart this world. and We can even say that we're living out the salvation here and now as we respond in faith, an unwavering faith in the promises of God. This isn't the end. At some point, There will be an end for each and every one of us on this earth, but it's not the end of our life in Christ. This is salvation. This is the promise of God. And this is what, for thousands of years, those who were looking for with expectation to the birth of Christ, to the coming Savior, the Messiah, believed and hoped in. And here we have before us this reality and how do we respond to this? In the last verses of this gospel we heard today, we heard about Emmanuel. Emmanuel, God is with us. God is with us. God the comforter, God the creator, God the all-powerful, God the provider, God the healer, God the Savior, Jesus Christ is with us. He is with us. He is with us in our deepest, our darkest times, in our struggles, in our successes, in our failures, in our sorrow, in our joy, in our grief, in our suffering, in our relationships, in our marriages, in our families. In our church, God is with us. God is with us at all times and in all places. Are we with Him? Are we with Him in all those times and all those places? This is, our quest- this is the question for each and every one of us as we celebrate His birth. He is with us. Are we with Him? Will we continue in our journey to the kingdom knowing and believing with unwavering faith, just as Abraham and all those who followed Him and all those from the time of Christ to today All those with unwavering faith believed in the promise. Do we too believe in the promise? Are we with God? May it be so. Amen.